millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Hello, this is Boys Don't Cry. I'm Russell Kane, and this is the place where we get guys together. And all of those subjects that I'm sick of hearing, I wish men would talk about X, Y, and Z, we get them to talk about those things. Um, sometimes it's awkward, sometimes it's revelatory, sometimes it's offensive. What never happens is people dry up. What's been become immediately apparent is that guys really want to share this stuff, but it takes a threatening camera and a microphone to make men speak. They're not, they don't leak information readily. Do not go onto the man's WhatsApp group to try and harvest anything. For whatever reason, be it sociological, patriarchal, biological, men just aren't as good at sharing. Speak to any female in a heteronormative arrangement uh, and her guy will come in at the end of the night. How was Dan? Oh, Dan, I didn't ask. You've been out till six in the morning. Who did you speak to? Just Dan. What did you learn? Dunno. How's Dan's wife? Dunno. What does Dan do for a living? Dunno. Has Dan got moved? No, Dunno. What, what what the fuck? <laughs> what did we talk about? I don't know. All I know is it was something about sex. Look at my phone. Here's a funny goat video. Something about sex. And then it was time to leave on repeat. That's basically a man's night out. <laughs> yeah, tits. Yeah, look, a goat being fucked. Tits. Goat being fucked. And home time. So I want to go a little bit deeper than that. Because it's obviously conditioning that's broken men and brought them up. Like, I can't believe if we went to a Maasai tribe or a fucking rainforest tribe. The, the village elder would have a goat wanking video and going tits and laughing. Yeah, something's gone wrong somewhere. And I'm determined to get to the bottom of it. I've just had a message to say in the Maasai tribe, they do, they do laugh at goats being wanked off. So that was, that was a bad example. But I, all the others did stand. So today, sometimes the issues aren't very gendered and I'm sort of having to uh, backfit it to try and make me fit the overall concept of the podcast. But unfortunately today, it's as gendered as fuck. Well, I want to talk about mon- money and finances, and I'm joined by two brilliant, I would normally say comedians, but what I mean is unemployed people who yeah. used to have a career before <laughs> some selfish bastard ate a bat and wiped the globe out. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm joined by unemployed man, Tom Lucy, an unemployed woman, or I'm assuming woman, Lily Phillips. We'd best to check yeah. pronouns and everything these days. And um, yeah. normally that we would have a more satisfying deck of men trading um, opinions and just one female auditor. But for because we are at the time of recording, still in the middle of uh, lockdown two with Liam Neeson, starring Liam Neeson. He wasn't in the first one. Um, 
We are just, it's just one guy. I'm just, I am just fishing in Tom's mind. I will also throw, throw some provocative things in. And why is Lily Phillips here? Lily's here because I can't bear these programs that have they've been around since the 90s, but recently we're men sitting in groups having discussions. And they inevitably drift into areas where I want to think, but is that right? I wish there was a girl there to, to go, actually, what you've said is offensive or wrong or you're on the money there. So that's why you're here, Lily, to, to make sure that doesn't happen. And also just because you're an awesome person and I want your opinions on the topics because as a comedian you all have fucking scarily strong opinions on money and finances <laughs> if your year's been anything like mine your diary has been emptier than dominic cummings eyes i don't think i've pa- i didn't pass anything solid till may when the zoom bookings came i didn't know you can snort emodium it turns out anyway i sh- honestly shat myself lily tell me about this pictionary show you've been doing uh so we started a show called drawn together during lockdown because um esther and i wanted to learn a new skill this is esther Manito, comedian very funny lady lady. so Um, what happens on this so we just get comedians on and we just play Pictionary what that sounds freaking awesome it's very silly and no one can draw no comedians can draw I'll have a DM dropped on that please (laughs) Tom have you got any podcasts you want to plug anything coming out Uh, I've got I host a podcast on Radio X called That's a First with Maisie Adam who's a very funny comedian indeed she Uh, is and yeah, that's the second series is out now. Every, every Monday it comes out. Uh, yeah, it's lots of fun. We've got right. lots of good guests. Yeah, should have a listen. So money and finances. Let's get it out of the way, Lily. I hate it. I don't want to be the time. I'm a beta male sociology studying lefty. And yet we seem to live in a society where the idea of breadwinning is linked to men. Still, in 2020, if I was teleported here from 1990, I'd be so disappointed, I think. Yeah, uh, I mean, I think in my relationship, we're both beaters in that way. Uh, We don't know fuck all about money or have any money. I decided to get into a relationship with an actor. Oh, my God. That's that's the only one below a comedian, isn't it? I know. Yeah, it's really (laughs) sad. I don't know why I did that. I guess I just don't like money. At least he can pretend to be happy. (laughs) Yeah. You can't pretend to eat though. No, no, but they don't. Don't give me a Sunday. We'll give it a fucking good try on stage. (laughs) The sandwich is delicious. (laughs) So we both live in a world of like one minute nothing, and the next minute we both think we're millionaires, Mm. and we just buy loads of shit, buy everyone drinks, think everything's wonderful, um, and we're terrible at saving. So it's all a mess, really. And but and Tom, what do you think of this initial offensive proposition that the idea of breadwinning, particularly in British culture is still linked to man. It's a male thing to pro- to provide to be the breadwinner. Do you agree? Disagree? Uh, I, th- I sort of, I sort of, I do agree that it's still a thing. Yeah, I mean, amongst my group of male mates, I do think that in in relationships that they're in, it there there is a bit of a pressure to like, uh, you know, pay for thing, pay for meals. Even though that's not, you know, what all girls want is you to do that but there there is that inherent you feel that pressure of like i should be looking after them i should be paying for everything and and i think if if you if you can't do that i think people feel a bit embarrassed about it and feel a bit awkward probably yeah i think the meal thing is interesting because like my feminist mind says both should equally pay for the meal it shouldn't be the guy that has to do it Go but then dogs. i've been on a dates with a guy and if he doesn't do it there's something yeah. deep in my stomach that, is that so goes yeah, you're yeah. an asshole. i that hate yeah. you there was I, li- li- literally like two nights ago i was watching an episode of first dates where 
there was a big moment at the end of one of the dates where he suggested they split the bill and the way it was edited in the show was like he just said the worst thing imaginable (laughs) and it was all this dramatic cutting to her looking horrified and like she'd really liked him up to that point and then she thought he was a scumbag it was like it was the weirdest thing do you think it's Lily because we could be in between eras I know we think we're sort of in the future and feminism is fruit but what if we're like 20% 20% done or 10% done well, like, what if we've got loads to go and the problem is if you're a half changed butterfly culture is particularly if you come from my sort of background Essex working class on the border of trendy bits of London but on the border of pull my chair out I'm a princess or fuck off how <laughs> which I genuinely heard once in a restaurant that this is it will remain na- it will remain nameless but a, a person it. It, it, I, I don't even want to give a gender overheard but, uh, but, in uh, Sheesh Chigwell we, in fact, worse than that, it was Essex people who'd come into London for posh nosh and the, we'd all got a shared taxi and we'd got into the taxi and I looked for my friend. I'm like, where is she? And she was sat at the table. She went, and we'll call the boyfriend uh, Danny. You go and get Danny and tell him to get his... This is across uh, Le Petit Maison in um, the French restaurant in the south of London. You tell him to get in here. Pull my fucking chair out, put my coat on my fucking shoulders, because I'm a fucking lady, Danny. A fucking lady across the restaurant. But as 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 a like, I'm sort of like a confused chimera of a man, a surprisingly heterosexual man, and I I never. I'm so glad that I'm, I'm the singleness is out of the way because I never knew what to do. It was, unless you both get out a PDF spreadsheet and go, these are my gender politics, I like a chair brought out. I don't agree with you paying, but it turns me on in a weird sexual way, so please do that. I mean, how are you supposed to know, Lily? How is Tom, if he's single and out with a girl, supposed to know what to do? What's the best yeah, guess? It's really difficult. And that story you told about the chair, I think, really displays the position that we're in at the moment. We're in a transitional period where there aren't clear rules. I mean, the fact that she wanted him to move her chair is old school. But the fact that she shouted (laughs) at you (laughs) to make him do it, you know, is like more advanced and modern. Because back in the day, they would have just been like, Oh, he hasn't done it. I'll just go yeah. and just lick his shoes afterwards. Mm. It's not. I'll drop my scented hanky and hope he approaches. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know, but I just think the rule in life is just like, don't be a dickhead. Like there was this whole thing about opening doors for women. Like, oh, I can't open a door for a woman because uh, she's a feminist. Blah, blah, blah. But like, you can open doors for anyone. Yeah, like, I'll true. open a door for someone if it's more convenient for me to open the door for them. Like, don't do yeah. something negative yeah. to someone just because you're worried about like if it's a nice thing do a nice thing so yeah. I, everyone should do a nice thing to everyone I, I like to think tom I'm, I'm sort of a nice generous i hate saying the word husband it sounds like something from the 16th century but i am legally a husband mm. uh, and i have got this gap here with door opening not out of i just i'm so busy you know like on might be on the phone or thinking about comedy or a squirrel's done something funny and i'll be writing it down and so yeah. Lindsay does a, a display opening of the door herself with an extra shove sort of letting me know <laughs> and you come through behind shove. on the phone i'll, I'll, I'll fucking get that shell up that sort of thing. she even rushes before me to get in there first so she can't be slighted with my tom tom are you are you in a relationship at the moment married engaged uh, living with what's happening in Tom Lucy's I, I'm I'm in a relationship, not married, but in a relationship. Um, yeah. So, but but a, fa- a fairly recent one in the last kind of three or four months. Oh bloody hell! So you broke a bubble. You lived uh, on that bubble. Yeah, breaking I... that bubble to get that girl. Breaking that bubble. I think... Come on, lady. I'm gonna break your bubble, <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> 
quite literally. We meant it in a social sense. Nothing sexual took place in that phrase. Uh, no, but um, <laughs> I. Um, no, but Tom, I, 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 I don't know. I think. No, are you a chair? Yeah. Are you a chair puller? Are you a bill splitter? I'm not a. I'm. 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 A, I'm not a like a. Obsessed with sort of you know running around the other side of the car to open her door and p- pulling That's all the chairs. That is that is so over the, the top. Because it? I think it's not actually yeah. what 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 they what anybody wants. It's just a bit no. embarrassing. But I can't um, be asked. is that bad? I cannot be fucking asked. Yeah, but so I will like you know I'll open a, being honest. I'll open a door and I'll and I'll I'll be polite and you know I like to think I'm a well mannered boy. Uh, so <laughs> I'll I try and be. I'll try and be polite, but um, but definitely in in the early stages of um, of of dating anyone, I, d- I do I I personally feel a, b- a bit of a pressure to like you know be be picking up the bill for things, and I, I don't have a problem with doing it. I mean, I'm happy to do it, but there is that sort of slightly unwritten rule that that's what that's what you should be doing. But don't um, don't we have to do better than this, Lily? Why is it? Is there? Is it biological? Is it social hangover? Why is it still this pressure on men to pay the fucking bill? It's like, grow up. Let's split the bill. Yeah, no, obviously we should do that. We should do that. But like, we grew up in our generation still a part of that whole Disney generation of being rescued and having someone look after you. And it's just really hard to shake that. I mean, Mm. I have friends that are like really adamant feminists and then they have this like massive white wedding and they go through all these traditions. (laughs) And you're you're a liar. You're a hypocrite (laughs) and I hate you. Maybe it's something to do more. I mean, this is maybe more about dating than money, but maybe there is that thing in dating where it's tr- traditionally you know when you go on a date with someone it's it's kind of it's the man trying to impress the woman rather than the woman trying to impress the man and part of yeah. that is is being like look i'm financially stable enough to pay for this meal yeah, are women attracted yeah. to that yeah lily Absolute, are women are yeah. women attracted to that put, put us out i think that ties in with who's invited who to ah, go out Interesting. Yeah. so if you've invited someone to go out for dinner and you've picked the restaurant then probably you pay or you will offer to pay at least because maybe you've pick you know that's you've controlled that situation so wimpy it's is decent to them <laughs> <laughs> but also i think Cutlery what bunny. tom said said about when you are where you are in the relationship totally matters doesn't mm. it because mm. at the beginning people have manners and they're trying to impress you but like me and my boyfriend have been together six years and he doesn't open doors for me and then the other day we were walking our dog <laughs> and he actually did that comical thing where he goes past a branch and um, <laughs> didn't hold it back and it just slapped me and he had no idea that he'd done did it and didn't give off? a fuck did it, it fucked you? me up yeah, yeah. <laughs> and did you feel like it was a sort of in, the, in a, a sort of micro way of not loving you enough a sort of tiny micro don't see me don't love me enough type thing yeah like isn't thinking about me yeah at that moment it's suddenly just by himself on the walk and i'm just i'm literally just behind him like, tom, tom would have nipped away. home to get shears and a glove and like topri yeah, a heart for exactly. her to walk through <laughs> when you're ready to pop the question the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring at blue you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Planning for your next trip? 
Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. <laughs> okay, that's, that, this is the elephant in the room, which I still I was talking to this about Lindsay the other day. Do you remember when Alexandra Burt released a song, Elephant in the Room, and mm. went on the news to describe how she was bringing this phrase to the United Kingdom because she thought it didn't exist? Please Google it after that. It's really brilliant. <laughs> she said, because of course we don't have that phrase here. And all the, they were like, no, we, we do. I don't remember that. What year was this? That's not true. It is. She, Alexandra Burt released a song called Elephant in the Room. And she went on GMTV to talk about it, thinking, you know, what's it about? Is it about a breakup? Is it about is it a discrimination? What is the elephant in the room? She went, no, I'm just, it's, it's just a great phrase. And it doesn't exist yet in, in Britain. So I want to bring it here. Anyway, that's, <laughs> it's not related. It's just something funny for listeners to Google and watch afterwards. Sorry to be cruel. <laughs> But talking of successful women like Alexandra Burt, do you, is there a pressure? For, this this is the elephant in the room, Alexandra, um, to earn more than the woman you're with. That is is that still a thing, Tom? I mean, most comics would happily be with a woman earning several million pounds more than they are. So it's probably the wrong person to ask. But in our culture, there there is that thing. Is it a thing for you? It, it, it's not. I, I personally wouldn't wouldn't care to be honest. No, but I uh, fucking love it as well. But I but I do know a lot of blokes who probably would have a problem with it just because of that sort of bullshit like alpha alpha uh, you know mentality that I think a lot of men have. But personally, I wouldn't care. And I know lots of couples where the 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 girl earns much more than the guy, and it's 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 completely fine. It's not like oh, sounds lovely. <laughs> Tell me, yeah, more. <laughs> I think it's fine. I mean. Yeah. I do think as artists, we're just fucking glad when any money comes in. So maybe we're bad examples. But do you think it makes a difference if both people are doing the same job? If you were both bankers, if you were both actors? I, I do think it comics? would be weird. I, I don't think I'd get on very well uh, being in a relationship with someone who was also a comedian or or even like like you say, Lily, like an actor. Or a, I, I, I think I would, I quite like having that separation of like, you know, I do this kind of weird job, and they do something quite normal. It's like a nice, ah, so a you nice like ground. It's, like nice, it's a grounding. It's more of like a, you know, it just. I just find it quite, quite, quite calming that we, we're oh, not I both in mean. this like chaotic, yeah. chaotic industry. I thought yeah. you meant you enjoyed having the special weird art. Well, there's a, there's probably a bit of halo that as well. job. Yeah. Like, look at my normal grey coloured female. Behold. <laughs> Behold the plumage of the male as the comedian. I thought you meant that. Well, which I've got to be honest. Yeah, well, now you've said that. it. Yeah. Listen, this is a place where I don't, I don't care. I'll be honest. I think there's a bit of that going on with me. It's yeah. like, oh, I'm in my weird plumage world. Oh, my bum's turned purple because I'm on stage. <laughs> oh, so I, don't know if you, I don't know if you also have this, but like whenever I go to like any kind of family occasion, 
um, everybody asks me about my job all the, just constantly, yeah. and and it gets quite irritating. And I find myself yeah. saying things like, "Oh, I don't, you know, I don't really like the fact that everyone asks me about comedy. Yeah. I don't want to talk about it." But the reality is, that if they stopped asking you, you'd be pissed no. off. Because you want two people it's... to ask you, and then no one else. Yeah, <laughs> that's the yeah. So, no, so, so Lily, awful. what about you? It's awful being with an actor. And people say, oh, oh, it's so nice because you guys can both talk about like, your creative projects together. And I'm like, yeah, it's good when we're talking about my creative projects. <laughs> but I don't want to hear shit about his boring acting stuff. Yeah. What, what about, because obviously we, any one of us here, us, us three, could become actors. Comedians become actors all the time. In fact, I did a, done about three castings in the last month. I never get any of them, but mm. stop me bloody trying. <laughs> so you could you could easily get a, a, a comedy acting part, Lily, and become an, a, yeah. an actor too. How do you think your fella would take you becoming? Let's not let's not look at it in terms of fame and, and success on that level. Just on just on finance. Let's try and stay focused. If you suddenly mm. were breadwinning, but from that very same. Um, profession would it cause mm. tension yeah it might do if you were doing like doing do. corporate safety videos a hundred grand a pop best no one sees them low risk loads of cash coming in but ultimately <laughs> you're acting for money and you're earning he, you're paying the bills i think if it was a corporate video even if it was for loads of money he wouldn't be bothered about that because ah. he could spend the money but if it was like a feature film or something so it is the peacock tail visibility Maybe. thing mixed with the cash that's lethal interesting yeah. do you think that yeah. there's a, a correlation between uh people who work in the arts and being bad with money because it does <laughs> seem like people who work in comedy acting music are quite shit with money i've definitely noticed that yeah i don't think you want to be good with money because then you realize how terrible this industry is yeah, money wise you don't want to look at a spreadsheet about it yeah just depress <laughs> yeah. You. you can't see into you the mud be... but an ostrich is smiling basically <laughs> what? <laughs> well an ostrich has got his head in the mud you can guarantee that fucker's smiling why because he doesn't know there's a lion approaching. oh yeah okay <laughs> uh, it's just okay. quite funny when it's just quite funny in comedy when you get people who come in who have they they, they treat it with like a business attitude and they and some of them in, are successful yeah, Jimmy like, Carr's yeah, in like this a, world. He Jimmy Carr's like a, a great example, and he and he treats it like a bit. And he and I feel like he's amazing with money and finance, and he kind of sails above everyone else because everyone else is so bad at it. Lily, do you think? And you're going to have to come with me on this, and just you, if you like, do your general group and all the females in your family. If you're not comfortable making generalizations like this, but do you think overall in British culture, at least, women are more financially responsible than men? If you had to put a finger in the air, if there had been a survey done that attested this, for example, which there has, and I do have the results, what would you think? Oh, right. So if I get it right, I win something. No, I'm just interesting to know what, our, what your instinctive guess would be on that. I think women are better with money, yes. I think men aim for higher paid jobs so that they don't have to be as good with money. Ooh. Tom? I think, yeah, that sounds right. I think I'd agree, agree with that. Um, it, it's, it is the case. Women are more financially responsible than men, according to a new poll. It found men spend more money on impulse purchases. Now that goes knocks down a sexist stereotype straight away. The mm. sexist stereotype of the compulsive female shopper. Sixty-five pounds compared to fifty-four pounds a month. While women are much more likely to set a budget and stick to it. Women were also more likely to know exactly how much money they have in their current and savings account. Do you both? Yeah. No, obviously without stating it. 
<laughs> Zero. Yeah. <laughs> no, in pennies, just the pence. And, uh... Yeah, I mean, my boyfriend and I started a joint account, and I was like, right, we're going to sort everything out. We're going to put money in each month, the direct debit, to pay all of our bills. And then gradually it just became another account of mine. <laughs> So he has nothing to do with it. <laughs> it's terrible. Tom, I think I know the answer to this, but uh, I mean, with your previous relationships, would you say you were the more or less financially? Re- I suppose it's too early to tell with this new uh, relationship. I, I think I'm probably less finance. I'm probably less smart with money than she is in the sense that I would spend more frivolously uh, than she would. So I guess so. Yeah, I guess so. So Lily thinks this might be to do with men aiming for more status with higher paid jobs. Is that what, is that what you, sorry, just to be clear, Lily, is you said, what would, is that linked to why men are more financially irresponsible? Do you think? Um, what would be the driver yeah, behind I, this is what I'm trying to get at. I feel at. like the amount they want to earn and what they strive for is to be like uber rich. That's, mm. that's the aim. Whereas I think maybe women are more realistic and they're like, well, I'll earn this much, but if I'm careful... I can but it's a lot of like also the, I think with men and money as well there's a lot of it is ego as well isn't it it's like with all of your ma- other male friends mm-hmm. I think with men there's there's a lot of people care quite a lot about which of their mates earns the most it's whereas I don't think women would give a shit about which of their friends earns, yeah. earns the most whereas men I yeah. think that's, that's a big that's a, and it's quite embarrassing if you're like the one in the friendship group who like earns the least. I think that is a bit of a thing mm. for men. Yeah, I've heard men exaggerate their um, incomes, and women do the opposite. Yeah. <laughs> well, funny, funny you should say that because I, I I don't know if it might be a class thing, but we're definitely in a on my boys WhatsApp group trading who's got it worse all the time, not just during COVID. Oh, fucking tax bill. And then screen grab of a tax bill. Oh, I lost a big job. And then I, I, I'm trying to join in. Oh, gig was cancelled. Oh, God, you know, it's, well, there's a lot more expenses touring than you you would think. So we actually go the other way on my boys group. We compete downwards to be the most put upon Neanderthal going through the forage trying to survive for his family. But do you think so there's I a, have seen a it Russell, for you, circles. for like, like working up, um, growing up in a, in a sort of like work, very working class family, do you think that, that working class... Uh, families talk a lot more openly about money and how much yeah. money everyone's making than a, than a middle upper class family. Yeah, when when I first started stand up, I used to call my my mum, like and this is up to quite recently, and go, "Guess how much I'm being? Can you fucking believe how much I'm being paid tonight?" And we would laugh about it on the phone. Yeah, I would text my mate and tell him what I'm, and let's send a copy of like a, a pay run from Avalon or something and send it. Yeah. But then when I started to let's. When it's when I was playing it, we all play in the beginning and then start to get more successful. Then I got embarrassed and started to sort of not would not want to share what I was earning and yeah. just look like a dick or something. But in the beginning, it was like I was stealing something for the working classes. But then after sooner or later, you've got to admit, well, that's just that's my job now. And I didn't want it's to funny, not belong my, amongst my group because my dad it, uh, grew up in a very working class family and he will always ask me what I'm being paid for things when I tell him I'm doing something the first thing he'll always ask is what what are they paying you for that and it's just a very interesting like mentality that I think that that gives you maybe what growing up in that environment and I'm like that with Lindsay I don't don't know about you Lily but as soon as I get a job Lindsay comes working class background not as not as council like counsellor state like me but still working family uh 
And what the first thing I'll do is look at it. We're getting earned, and we do like a peasant dance around the uh, the uh, future earnings. Whereas more middle class couples don't, uh, far as I can tell, they don't sort of talk about stuff like that, which blows my fucking mind. What else is there to talk about? It's putting the fucking money in the ceramic hen yeah. uh, on, on <laughs> yeah, the table yeah. and, and bringing the shopping through the door. Well, that, I mean, that's yeah. what life's about, right, Lily? Yeah, I mean, it's the same for me. Like Tom was saying, my, my dad grew up quite working class and he would always talk about money and ask me those kind of questions. But then I grew up a middle class in a middle class area and then it was just no one asked anyone how much anyone was earning but me and my boyfriend are pretty open about it because money is such an issue yeah. at, at the moment so you can't really not talk about it no. um, although he doesn't like showing me his bank balance at the moment um, so For I've actually got no idea reasons. I think very negative <laughs> <laughs> negative quite negative literal, quite literally negative <laughs> very worried Right. Okay, we're going to take a break now. I just want to go and check my bank accounts, guys, because I feel like um, they could have increased with several of the investments I've got going on while we've been filming part one. See you in a bit. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com.